Hi everyone. And welcome to 20-somethings chat. We are two 20-year-olds that have a lot to say about everything. Pop culture, relationships, race, and college. Join us in navigating our 20s and learning what nobody tells us about being a young adult. Hi, Brianna. <laughs> Hi, Dee Dee. I forgot how we were supposed to do it. No wonder you explained it. Let's start again. Hi, Brianna. Hi, Dee Dee. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, pooped. Isn't that what you used earlier? Pooped. Yes, I did. Very tired. Yeah. It's been a long, first of all, it's been three weeks. Oh, yeah. We had to take a break. <laughs> we have not recorded in three weeks, but it's because we're both pretty busy. Yeah. So it's understandable, you know, sometimes you grow and you get busy and life takes over. Yeah. And that's okay. That we're always on the same page. I'm like, we want to take a break this week. I'm yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I get yelled at by kids every day. Mm. I'll be tired when I get home. I get yelled at by my kid every day. I know. <laughs> I know. We're in the same, we have the same problem. Yeah, we just get yelled it's at by kids. worse because yours is like kids' kids. No, but like, I would think yours is worse because like Alana's like in your ear with it every day, all day. Yeah, but she's like eight months old. Like she can just take a nap and she'll be fine. I can give her a bottle. She'll be fine. So yeah, that's true. I have to, uh, every single time they get close to me, because like whenever I'm sitting on like my laptop or something, like I have my mask on my chin so I can like breathe normally because my breath be hot, mm. smell like coffee. I can't do it. And then they come over and when they get, like when they come over, they're like right here with it. So I go, <laughs> So I have to like put it up real fast. Like I go go like this for my shoulder. I'm like, oh my god, you are in Miss Duena's bubble. They're like, you don't got no bubble. Tell me that every time. I don't have a bubble. Oh my goodness. Do they have to wear masks? Is that mandatory? No. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I what I happened? Guess I understand, but it's because of the the mask. Because of the governor, he um he lifted the mask mandate back in June. Oh. So. And the little kids said COVID was over. I said, oh, okay, just don't get close to me, please. <laughs> yeah, Jersey's mandate was lifted too, but I think some places can, like, choose. Yeah. Required masks. I know the adults at my job don't wear them. But that's because they're most of them are vaccinated. Oh. I, I don't know if, girl, actually, no, I don't know. I know none of them wear masks besides um, the director sometimes, and that's because when kids get in her space, mm-hmm. she's like, mm-mm. Because even though like they're vaccinated, they're still like that that little flu thingy or the that cold. I thought it was just me that got it. No, apparently it's been going around. Yeah, didn't realize that. But yeah, that's where we've been at. We have been MIA. Mm, that doesn't seem appropriate to say. I don't know. Well, we've been busy. Yeah, and that's all that matters. But we have had our talking points ready for two weeks. We have, we've, we have been on it. Yeah. And every single time we go to record, we go, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so, but so, we did have content for you guys. Yeah. So this week's episode is going to be like more pop culture, you know, getting away from less serious things. Cause I think we just need a break. We need a breather. Yeah. Because that empath one got me and made me realize I was like a very heartless person. I was like, yeah, the one about forgiveness was in my head a little too long. (laughs) 
was poking it a little too. <laughs> so, do you want to start on the first point? Okay, yes. So, this has been something that, like, I've been thinking about for a minute. And it's, like, I've noticed it mostly through TikTok. Not much as much as, like, Instagram or Snapchat or Facebook. Because I don't know how to work that one. Or Twitter. But it's, like, what influence does social medias have on the music industry? Or mm -hmm. social media have on the music social industry? Social media. Yeah. And I noticed that, like... Okay, not to be that person, but like majority of my good songs come from TikTok. Right. Like Willow, I didn't really listen to a lot of Willow until last year when her Wait a Minute blew up and I was like, okay, hold on. And then I started listening to her music and then when her Transparent Soul blew up th uh, this year, I was like, okay, okay. Okay, like TikTok puts me onto a lot of good songs. And like, I know there's a, like a lot of like kids have a problem with it like it, they're like it's not that song from tiktok it's blah blah, blah. <laughs> but like tiktok is like a really good like way for artists to put their music out there and get like some buzz going about it it but, is like, i think there's a misconception like older not i guess not older people but like millennials lately have been saying you don't want to get famous off of tiktok like you don't want a song to blow off blow up on tiktok because then nobody's gonna listen to the rest of your music. They, you're, That one song is just gonna blow up. But I think the opposite because the people that I follow yeah. have, have a continuing career and they're small artists that are starting to move up because their followers like their personality and continue to support them. Yeah. I, I didn't even know about the millennials saying like, you don't wanna get famous off TikTok for me. Yeah, I think it was a YouTube video I saw wow but i, I, don't, I feel like i feel like like there's i could understand where they're coming from where like there's pros and cons to blowing up you yeah. know like with coil like i if they were to use coil ray as an example then i could understand where they're coming from but like they can't generalize all artists yeah i think i think it's because some artists like they only want to promote their brand and only want to promote their music to the point where you don't know their personality. Yeah. Like people, the people I follow, I follow them for their personality. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any artists that I follow on TikTok. Well, obviously Kehlani. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I was listening to her music before she even got a TikTok. So Same. I can't use her as an example. But there is a... Um, Dang, there is an artist that I found through TikTok besides Willow, and they have been really dope, but I can't think of them right now, and I kind of feel bad. Yeah. But, <laughs> but Twitter also has put me onto some really good music too. Like, I found out about um, <clears throat> Mariah the Scientist and it's Snow true. through Twitter. Oh, how did I find Snow Allegra? It might have been through Twitter too. Yeah. Because yeah. like, Twitter has this thing now where, like, uh, you can follow topics based off of music genres. And yeah. like I said in, like, our first co podcast, I love R&B. So, you know, I follow a little R&B topic. And I seen, what did I see? Well, I started listening to Snow last year. But I think it was last, like, Wednesday or something. They were like, Snow and Mariah the Scientist are dropping music on the same day. I'm about to be in my room crying. And I was like, who is Mariah? What is that? Yeah. When I tell you, I have been in love since this girl dropped this music on Friday. Like, she's so good. And so, like, social, I feel like social media really does put music at, like, good artists and music out there for people to find and follow. Because all the music that's out there right now, I'm, 
I can't just go on Apple Music or Spotify and type in good songs. Right. And have something pop up. No, it's like- It's very hard to find. It's very hard to find good curated playlists and it's yeah. hard to find new music because you really have to dig deep for that. Yeah. Like I used to go like, <clears throat> wow. Especially Apple Music. That's why I use Spotify now because it's a lot easier to find new music. But Apple Music, I would like go into a hole of like, okay, I'm on this artist page, related artist. Okay, now I'm on this person page and just going deeper and deeper. Yeah. And that's how I would find stuff. I don't know how I find music on. I don't think I find my new music on um, Apple Music if I'm being mm-hmm. honest. I might find it on Spotify because you know the daily mixes. Oh, yeah. On Spotify. So I think that's how I get some of my songs. Okay. So, All I know is social media's impact on the music industry is crazy. Yeah. So we wanted to talk about like marketing strategies. Didi actually asked me about this. So yeah, I was like, what is um, that? So I think even, oh my God, I don't know where to start. So marketing is very important on social media. And mm-hmm. I think that younger people don't know that so they think why am why is my youtube video not blowing up why is my tiktok not getting followers why are my instagram posts not getting likes and it's because like if you see tiktok tutorials there's very calculated ways to get your stuff shown you can put it on pinterest you can hide hashtags on your stories um you can pay to promote stuff on TikTok. There's using popular sounds like it's all about finding ways around things so that you can be the next viral thing or the most trending thing and like constantly um, interacting with people who comment like I'm obviously not TikTok famous, but some of my videos have done pretty well. And yeah. I find that the videos that I like comments on or reply to do the best. Yeah. So you, it's like a job. Like you have to treat it like a job if you're trying to go somewhere professionally. Oh, okay. That yeah, makes- it's all like, it's all marketing and it doesn't always have to be like marketing in an office in front of other professional people. It can just be what you do on your phone. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, why are we talking about CEO office type B? It's consciously using social media. You could just scroll and scroll and scroll. But if you want to do something with your life that doesn't require having a nine to five, even though there's nothing wrong with that, Mm -hmm. then you actually have to be aware of what you're doing on Instagram or other social medias and like use it purposefully. Yeah. I think that I think I heard about okay now that you're explaining it mm-hmm. I think um in the unpack and bounce back episode the social media mm-hmm. have you listened to that one I don't know yeah but they yeah they were talking about like branding yourself like wisely on social media mm-hmm. and she also said like another strategy was like making sure your username was appropriate yes also no. something that you want to follow you yeah yeah you can't say you're like you can't your trey can't be the your name can't be like trey johnson and your handle be ball is life four four three seven underscore trey right like Uh, my my username for years used to be weefy brie and when i wanted to start making music again i was like this 
cannot be my username. People at school were calling me Weefy Bree. I was like, no. What no. is a Weefy? It was Wi Fi. But I just wanted it to rhyme. <laughs> I never knew you called it Weefy Bree. I always thought yeah. it was Wi Fi Bree. I was like, why is her name Wi Fi Bree? Right. Okay. I never asked. Because I stole it from somebody. I was like, girl, first of all, I can't even say anything. Mine is I, Right. I don't have an original thought. It's okay. Head empty. I'm just kidding. You know, I was going to say, you are a very intelligent woman. I am. Never. But nothing is an original thought. Yeah, that's true. Somebody's always thought, thunk, thought. Mm -hmm. Never. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, would that also, like, the, the way you were talking about, like, marketing strategies and stuff, that would also fall under promotions, right? Yeah, so basically, almost every single app, the only ones I can really think of is TikTok and Instagram. Mm -hmm. You can budget a certain amount in the app and pay for a week for a post to be promoted. And I've only done that once a few years ago, and it did, well, I only, like, budgeted, like, $15. So mm -hmm. that's not going to reach many people, but it does it's, it does its job. Yeah. Keep having voice cracks. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Puberty. But yeah, that's 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 pretty much what promotions are. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that makes sense. I might want to start doing that on my, you know, my little when I post myself on my Instagram story, I should start putting a little hashtag in there, put influencer, because yeah. you know. You, you, yeah. You better yeah. change you to a business profile and put influencer in there. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, my in my profile it has art because, like, look at me. Uh, girl, uh, can I put influencer? <laughs> I, can I put art slash influencer? Will let me do that? I don't know. Maybe. I still think I'm a work of art. There are subcategories if you want to make a business profile. Good. But uh, I don't even know, like, how I would market myself, though, because I don't really... You could do the trick where you do the hashtags in the same color of the background on your story and then put the picture on top of it so no one can press on the hashtags. Okay, that's smart. Yeah. And then I think I'm going to brand myself as a style icon, actually. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. Yes. <laughs> that is making me feel happy. Okay. So marketing strategies, promotions. Boom. Got that? Oh, I didn't like that. Boom. Boom. That was so loud. Got yeah. that in the bag. So on here, you have the Britney Spears conservatorship. Cons yes. So I put that on there because I, you were talking about the music industry. Yeah. So if, if anybody doesn't know, because I know a lot of people probably don't know, Britney Spears has been under a conservatorship for many years. Um, and she's been under her father. So, like, he controls her money, where she goes, her performances, her music, all of that. She also doesn't have custody of her kids. She has a boyfriend. She can't really go see him. Um, and she recently went to court. So, basically, all her fans are backing her up. You know, hashtag free written. Mm -hmm. So, she, well, she went to court, did her testimony, it was recorded and put on social media, boosted a lot. So all of us heard it. It was her speaking in the courtroom. And the judge still did not remove her father as her conservator. And like, oh. she's gone through like abuse. Why is her father her conservator? I, I have no idea. 
I guess that they think that's who's fit to control well, her. So, but like, I don't under like what happened. The reason why like she's so remember like her mental breakdown. Yeah, she was she was going through a lot. Paparazzi were following her. She shaved mm-hmm. her head and all that. She was breaking stuff. And like, if you watch, I can't even remember what the documentary was called, but I watched it a few months ago. And it was basically like, she was a very depressed person and everyone was ignoring it. You had like magazines saying whatever they wanted about her. Um, you know who Perez Hilton is? Paris Hilton? No, Perez. <laughs> oh. He's not related to her. He, um, he like has a, had a gossip blog all the way in the early 2000s. Um, he's not really that relevant now, but he was he was like the most the biggest gossiper about her, and Ooh. so all of that gossip just kind of buried a deeper hole for her. Yeah, so that's why the conservatorship happened. Oh, yeah, Dude, that's a, that's terrible. Yeah, I was wondering because like the, the it popped up on my Twitter feed. And I was like, what? Why are we freeing Britney? Did she go to jail? No. I was like, I was genuinely confused. Yeah. And I was like, what is going But I on? think social media plays such a big part in that because we heard her testimony from her own mouth. And yeah. there's proof on social media about all the things that she said. Yeah. Like, one of the, cr- I think the craziest thing she said was that she was forced to get an IUD and she's not allowed to take it out. What is that? Um, it's like the birth control that's like surgically put into you. Because <laughs> I've seen something about about it today, and I was like, "What is an IUD?" Yeah, I thought they were trying to say, you know, how people say weed with like O U I U D. I was like, "Why they left out the O?" I- <laughs> <laughs> no, but that I think that was one of the craziest things. Like she's not allowed to take that out. Yeah, that's why yeah, though she's a more kid. Like, maybe she really wants more kids, but right. her father's in control of her, and he's nuts, and her family's just taking money from her. That's so sick. Yeah. So I hope I hope that she wins in the end. Yeah, honestly. So she's been in this conservatorship since she had her, her, her so, mental breakdown in 2008? Yeah. It was 2008. Was it 2008? I have no idea. It, how, it was a minute ago. It might have been twenty. I think it's been twenty some years. Did I disappear? Oh no, I'm right here. I see myself. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up now. Yeah. Brit- I think it was 2007. I'm not too sure. Oh, I don't know. I I know it's been a minute. Yeah. Um. Let me see. Not me saying twenty years. I meant like ten. Yeah, I was gonna say, hold on. This is not, this is not 2002. Wait, what? Is, wait, would that be 2028? Did he stop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm googling it too. Yeah, it says 2007 and 2000. It's a both okay. years. Okay, Dang. I, think, I think it was 2007. That has been 14 years. Wow. And keep in mind, like me and Didi are both 20. Right. That was when I was. Oh wait, no. I don't know why I'm trying to do the math. I was eight. Right. He was six, so you were probably seven. What? In two thousand eight? Two thousand seven. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I was probably six too. Yeah. About to turn seven. What we're happened? youngins. We are youngins, but we're like oldens too. Yeah. 
We're young goldens. We're old Gen Z. What's up? The original Gen Z. Wow. So what do you want to talk about next? Okay, so next talking point that we have is the influence of social media on a person's style. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when COVID happened, everybody was bored in the house. And, you know, people took it out the opportunity to post like shoes and clothes and like how to dress, things like that, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And people ate that up, ran with it. I was one of them. Yeah, but me too. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not mad about it. But like, the problem, like that, I can see potentially happening with it, is people are starting to shift their original personalities to match the mold of TikTok personality mm-hmm. or a TikTok personal style. And that's where I see the problem coming in because, you know, there was a lot of people that liked the way that they dress and when they posted like these videos or these pictures on Instagram or social media, because everybody was so used to seeing this new style. Well, it's not necessarily new. I'm gonna keep it in. It's not new at all, but it's new to a lot of the younger Gen Z generation. They were like, why are you dressing like that? Blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, a lot of like the, I don't know if it's, I could be getting this wrong. The, like the gothic style or the um, alt style. They wear like the boots and like the skirts and things like that. You know what I'm saying? And they love that. They embrace that. And that's nothing wrong with that because that's their personal style. But a lot of them were bullied to fit the Y2, Y2K fashion, you know, streetwear fashion, because that was what was in and what was popular and what was popping. And I feel like that's where like the problem, like the problem of the potential, like it's, it's just, I don't like that part. But I do like how like TikTok and like Instagram and all these like social media platforms have a lot, a lot, a lot of people to like boost their style. And they even like put on, on Instagram, they have like the shopping category where you can find like the shoes or the pants or the shirts, you know what I'm saying? So like there's pros and cons to social media with people's personal style. I think, I think I've actually found my personal style more, but I have stuck to what I know my personality is. Yeah like also i feel like people are very multi-dimensional and they want to wear something one day and wear something the next like yeah. everything changes but i do feel like things are coming back into trends but like they were like looked down upon Fun. yeah like in the 2010s yeah i think also like what you were talking about with like gothic fashion People were like, oh, this is terrible, like back back in the day. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, it's e-girl. And it's it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's literally it's been around. Y'all just bullied it. But because like, I don't know. It's just because whenever something I just feel like whenever a style is popular, mm-hmm. that's when people at that's when people embrace it and they love on it until it's not popular anymore yeah and that's the problem like the style like the the personal style goes in waves because of the like how heavy social media's influence is on this generation mm-hmm. and i was like dude but like you know i'm a, i've always been a style icon so it ain't really affecting me that much yeah. you, know? Yeah. you know what i'm saying you know shorty sure used to wear the, the the boots with the the khaki pants you know i used to be cold with it right right remember wait a minute 
Remember sophomore year of high school when we all had white Converse? I did not have a pair of white Converse. You didn't? No. Remember you were supposed to, I gave you the money to get mine. They ran out. Oh, they did. I had to get gray. I was heartbroken. Yeah. Was I like, should get mine though. Shut up. <laughs> I would be so sad when all of y'all would wear them on the same day. I'd be like this. That, I still love those shoes. They just hurt my feet. I can't wear them no more. Yeah, Converse. I have my um 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 my high top Converse. And like I've had those. First of all, I've had those since I was a freshman in high school. It's time to get another pair. Yeah. Um, those are comfortable, but I just know that when I get a new pair, the way like the narrowness is shit. My pinky rubbing up against it. <laughs> <laughs> my pinky toe is going to be crying. It's just yeah. like when you get um skate high vans. Mm -hmm. Dude, when I first got those, like I thought docks were bad. Mm -hmm. Docks are only bad on my heel. I actually, yeah, I wore mine and they they weren't even that bad. Like my feet just hurt. In your Doc Martens? Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Ma'am, I had to wear band like double up on band aids on my heels. Oh no, I didn't have to do that. Must be nice. You're just built different. Actually, these new pair of socks I bought—they're Calvin Klein, but the the band on them mm -hmm. is so like ribbed that it like scratched up the back of my foot and it hurts really bad. Uh, yeah. Do you okay. want to see? I'll show you my foot. No, I don't want to see your foot. <laughs> he doesn't like feet. I hate feet. This is disgusting. I'll show me your freaking feet. I mean, on the bright side, I love the fashion that I have now that I've like that I've embraced. Mm -hmm. because like I've never been like the type of person to be into shoes myself but I admire them from a distance and so like last year I was like I kind of sort of want to up my shoe game but I don't know how and then but that was like January of last year and then when COVID happened like I started finding like these uh TikTok and like um Pinterest even on Pinterest pages that like showed like cool sneakers for women blah blah, blah. and that's when I was like oh okay and that's when I started buying them now mm -hmm. Another problem that I have with Instagram, with social media and shoes, mm -hmm. there is no reason as to why a $120 pair of shoes is now half a band or a band. Yeah. That's like, it's not supply and demand. Yeah. They're not low on supplies, but it is high in demand. So like, it, it's not like, it's not like Nike only got one pair of university blues left. Right. Like so, it's I wanted to talk about this because I got a pair of ones. I didn't pay for them. My boyfriend got them for me. So uh -huh. I have a pair of ones, which were decently priced. I think they were less than 300. The other shoes in the store were like 500, 700, 800. Like, oh my goodness. And that is ridiculous. And we all know exactly why the price went up. Yeah. I think this is a good segue into your next point about uh, cultural appropriation and style. Yeah. Listen, I am all for, like I said before, people finding their personal style. Mm -hmm. Now, the problem comes in whenever you start calling things Gen Z style, or you start calling things um, TikTok style or TikTok fashion, mm -hmm. or whatever the hell else you want to call it a lot of these trends have been around since the 99 2000s 
and we used to get bullied for it. And by we, I mean the black people. And now, because a lot of influencers of a lighter skin tone mm-hmm. have taken this style, I'm gonna just because of all because of all the non POCs, well, all the non black people of a higher status within social media lifestyles and things like that have taken this style and they started wearing it a little bit everybody starts shifting because it's popular and they start giving it a different brand and a different name and they're not giving credit to the originators to the creators which is the black community mm-hmm. and we used to receive so much slander they used to call it ghetto they used to call it like the, the baggy fashion ratchet like everything the hoops the nails the baggy clothes. i was just about to say hoops and nails yes, the <laughs> jordans the, the the like everything mm-hmm. that black people used to wear and a lot of no a lot of hispanics in like the like new york and things like that used to wear this too yeah y'all called it ghetto you know what i'm saying like y'all said it was trashy it wasn't you know um prestigious none of that but now all of a sudden because the tag on kardashians wear this mm-hmm. y'all think it's cute y'all think it's cool and then y'all give it a different name and that's what's so frustrating i i'm not gonna say we i don't have a problem with non-black people wearing jordans right. it's not i'm not about hearing gatekeep jordans michael jordan had a reason he wanted people to wear his shoe you feel me but mm-hmm. the problem comes in whenever you're acting like it is something new or something after, that you created. Yeah, after you've dogged our people for so many years yeah. over wearing Jordans. Like y'all used to say, like, y'all used to call people, I remember this. Y'all used to call kids that used to uh, like that wore Jordans in elementary school. Y'all used to call them wear welfare babies. Used to dog them saying, How you how can you afford Jordan when your mommy has food stamps? Like y'all used to equivalent like equi- y'all used to say Jordans equaled ghetto, equaled broke, equaled slums. Because they didn't have any of them. Exactly. And now Jordans are worth half a band because y'all want to buy them. Like, it's I like, not. I like what you said when you mentioned hoops. I was thinking of hoops because I started wearing hoops because I saw black women doing that. And I was like, I want to look like that. And I was, it was cute. So the, the silver hoops with the, with the lip gloss, that was a look in high school. But then all the other girls started doing it you know what i mean by other girls i'm like it's not special anymore yeah, it doesn't like the long that. nails i like to do that for a while and then i was like now they all have long nails when they thought it was ghetto and yeah. i mean like long long nails like i didn't even get my nails that long right it's crazy you know what's still crazy it's still going on like i literally will see like you know how like jt and sweetie their nails are always off the chain off the chain and so our megan's are a little bit too because she gets like a lot of like anime designs on her nails and they're long mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying they get dogged and they like i know they call they call sweetie fake ghetto because she wears long nails right things like that they call they say that jt looks like a bisexual vampire for her nails and things like that they call megan weird but i go on these nail pages on TikTok, mm-hmm. and it's non-black women doing the same exact thing getting praised for it and i'm like why is this still going on like it's what it's very something about all those women you just named is that they tend to wear wigs Mm. wigs when i started wearing i started wearing wigs in like 
sophomore year of high school yeah it was something I wanted to get into like wigs were looked down upon and they looked at you like you were crazy or like you were weird or like why are you doing that but like in black culture like we've seen moms grandmas wear wigs that look so nice so yeah when I get older I want to do that too especially since wigs are real nice now with the lace and the baby hairs and colorful wigs but now it's now it's cool it used to be now it's cool yeah it used to be ratchet ghetto we used to be (laughs) bald-headed right now it's a protective style for all right yeah find that weird weaves too because i used to i always had this thought in the back of my mind black women are always called bald-headed don't got no hair whenever they wear weaves and wigs but whenever non-black women do it but you know what i never knew when i was little that white girls wear extensions and weaves too also they it's the word weave that gets it confused they think weave oh it's just something black women do no extensions are weave are weave yes if it's not your hair it's a weave (laughs) yeah i used to think oh why is my hair not thick like that why is my hair not long like that it's not their real hair either (laughs) i used to think molly cyrus's hair was uh was real when she was on I, I was dinner. just thinking that when shorty pulled the track out and put it in the soup i said huh on, on hannah montana too <laughs> she just pulled her hair out put it in the soup and she said oh my extension i said extension i was like, like what somebody smoking and drinking <laughs> i was so confused i was like what but like they just i don't like how like they gave it like a new name and try to make it something fancy like girl you are bald headed you are wearing like the rest of <laughs> like come on it's a weave like everybody else like it's not it's not giving what you're thinking it's supposed to give so i think we already like really touched on music yeah so i'm gonna go ahead to gen z slime ah! This one is so frustrating to me because I remember specifically um, having a conversation with somebody in high school. And I was like, because I, I was, I've never really been like well-versed or like well-educated in black culture and like until I went to college, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because Same. I grew up in a, yeah, we grew up in a very yee-yee, county and so i didn't really learn a lot about being black you know what i'm saying until i went to college and i realized oh my god there's so much that like i don't know about my people about my culture but don't get it twisted there's always some things that i felt in my spirit were wrong mm-hmm. and i was like hold on <laughs> you know what i'm saying like even as a kid like with the, the all the, like the hoops and stuff like the jordan stuff that never sat well with me as a kid but i never knew why until i went to college so mm-hmm. let me clear that part up but um, I forgot where I was going with this. I'm gonna keep going. With <laughs> but like, oh yeah, I was talking to this kid and I was like, cause I had seen a TikTok and it was like, y'all are mistaken Gen Z slang and that's A-A-V-E. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is A-A-V-E? And it's African-American vernacular English. And it can also be referred to as a bonnet, Ebonic. Yeah. But the tricky part is with Ebonics, that's not just black people. Yeah. Yes, I was about to say, that's also like, Cause that originated in uh, California, Ebonics. Oh, okay. 
mostly SoCal. I could be wrong, but that was the first, like I heard that Ebonics originally uh, originated was like Los Angeles area type B. And that's like a lot of Hispanic and black people. So that's a mixture of both. But mm-hmm. AAVE is specifically different. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I was like, you know, I was talking to these kids. I was like, y'all, did y'all know like Gen Z slang is really African-American vernacular English? And this kid straight up told me no. I said, no. No. I was like, how, how is it not, baby? And they were like, well, because like a lot of this stuff, like it's on TikTok. And so like everybody uses that. I said, give me an example. Right. He said, this. I said, oh. Oh. Because the way we've been speaking with our families since we were little is trendy now. Yeah. But we like, used to have to code switch and like we still code I was say, We still do, baby. Right. So we don't sound ghetto to other people. And right. it's not ghetto at all. It's the way we talk with our own people. People, yeah. Like it's our like it's our colloquialism that we use whenever we greet people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, there's always a connection that you have with a black person when you walking in the store, you're like, hey, what's up, cuz? You know what I'm saying? Or you're like, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, do you know that person? No. No. <laughs> no, that's my sister. That's my brother, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's like, there's just like a connection that black people have with each other. And whenever we see each other, we automatically like just start talking like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they don't, like, I just, it doesn't, and then on top of that, they don't use it right. Exactly. Like, it's, I can't even I can't even think of an example because I don't say it wrong. So I was going to say I I use it correctly. So right. I can't even I know the uh, the woo child, you know what I'm saying? Like the fact I, that they actually thought it was woo chile. Yeah. I mean, I first of all, I don't know where they dug that one cuz I don't even black people don't even use it that much. Right. Except for they're talking about something like woo child. Right. Was, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not like something that Black people say constantly, you know what I'm saying? It's not like sis or boo or girl, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know, like when that one popped up, I was like, how did y'all find about, how did y'all know about that one? I hear that like once every year. And also like nothing is going to be new when it comes to Gen Z. Like everything's recycled. So everyone should know this came from something, especially things that come from certain cities. Right. It's not Gen Z slang. It came from a certain city that has now spread like countrywide. I wouldn't say worldwide, right. but like countrywide. Mm-hmm. And I even did some more research on it because I was like, a lot of the stuff I was I, like, I was thinking like a lot of like Gen Z slang like can't be categorized as AAVE because mm-hmm. it came from a lot of the that <clears throat> supposedly a lot of words came from the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. But I found out that those words came from black drag yeah so it would still be considered aave because black drag was different and it was set apart differently from Mm -hmm. any other like drag shows and so like they communicated with themselves the same way that other black people communicate with themselves like they came up with their own language they called each other you know sis girl get it you know what i'm saying things like that and then the other you know they started they said it was cool and they adapted it as their own yeah so particularly and you, you know who i'm about to bring up but i don't like him so i'm not gonna say his name i don't even remember <laughs> him. but it's a white gay person i don't know their pronouns so but they tend to act like a black a black woman and then you have to remember that white gay people get their personalities 
from black women or black trans women. Yeah. So nothing's original. I don't know who's talking about. You don't? Are they famous? Huh? Are they famous? I mean, TikTok famous. Oh, is it the person that I sent you? Yes. Okay, yeah. No. Yeah. Because I followed them at first because I thought they was cool, but I was like, hold on, why are we talking the same? Yeah, why are you talking that way? And then in your apology video, you talk like a normal a normal person. Yeah, I was like, why are you talking There's like- There's no black scent going on. Not at all. I was like, what is going on? It wasn't, like, it was, it, I, got, I started getting frustrated. And mm-hmm. then I unfollowed them. And then right after I unfollowed them, every you know what I've noticed? Every single time I unfollow a person on TikTok, drama happens. I was like, oh my God, Raven Simone, like, I've seen this coming. Yeah. <laughs> You're funny. I am. No, I mean, because I'm black. <laughs> true, true. No, but really, but the Gen Z slang really stresses me out because like we have been talking like this for forever and this is normal like this is how dd talks you guys anybody like this is literally how dd talks but whenever dd gets around a certain demographic of people dd has to talk like this ready yes hi how are you today oh my god that is so great i really love how you took those ideas and you branded them and you made them your own like that is so cool to me so where do you think that we can go from here in this place Especially when you're on the phone, like your face is not shown, you're just on the phone. Yeah. It, my voice changes. All the time, girl. When I tell you, I'll be tired. It's so tiring. And then, but whenever, you know, non-Negroes say it, they get good jobs. Mm-hmm. They get placed. You know what actually irritates me is when non-Black people that want to be educators start talking like this and get placed in predominantly Black schools as teachers. Mm. that's a huge problem that I've noticed and that I've seen and I'm like because it seems like oh they're not good enough to teach in a predominantly white school no it's giving like they're they're fitting a mold to cater to poor okay I'm trying to I'm trying to explain this okay usually when non-black people Mm -hmm. use AAVE and get jobs as teachers in non-black well, I mean, in predominantly black schools, it's because they have a savior complex. Okay. That's, yeah, that's why I have a problem. It's because they code switched mm-hmm. to get a job to make themselves seem like a saint. Yeah. Instead of actually, whenever an, like an actual black person or a POC teacher could have been put in that position that actually related to those kids, mm-hmm. rather than you trying to make yourself seem like a good person. Like you making yourself seem like a good person is not going to help this child get into college or get out of the situation that they're in or help their education. You trying to boost yourself is not going to help anybody. Right. Like it's not giving what it's supposed to give. Yeah. Look dumb. Point blank period. That stresses me out because I notice I do notice a lot about that. But then like, I don't know. That Gen Z slang just stresses me out. So because I just. It's not it's not Gen Z slang. We know what it is. And you know what, you know, some a lot of people be trying to put the N-word in there as Gen Z, Gen Z slang. And when I tell you... I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that yet. I hear it around here a lot. Oh, well. I do. And it's not just... It's not just... If you're not Black, around here, it's, it's normal. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the hood. Let I me explain remember, something to you. I remember. Let me explain something to you. Hardin County does not have a hood. It doesn't. <laughs> not at all. And you saying you people no, we're gonna get into this one because this one irritates my soul. You saying 
I grew up in the hood. I'm more black than you. I can say, nigga, you are equating black people and poor together. Yes, so you can poverty. say word. You sound you no, you don't sound. You are spewing out racist and ignorant comments whenever you say that. Let me explain something to you. Cause you can't sit here and equate black people to poor and expect nobody to be upset about that. You can't sit here and say, oh, I, I grew up in the hood. Like, it's okay, I can say it. So you're saying that hood and nigga, like, it's not like you like you really like are not, nigga, I didn't grow up in the hood. Exactly, I, I didn't. I sure didn't, I'm not gonna pretend I did. Right, and I say nigga because I'm black. Let me explain something, I'm black, you know what I'm saying? And the thing is with the N word, I don't understand like what is so complicated about this. Why like black people are so frustrated with non-black people saying nigga. It's because our identity has been stolen from us mm -hmm. from the time we were brought to this nation. So us taking back one word that the white man used to call us, which was with a hard R, taking it back, flipping it, putting an A on it and use it as a term that we use between our brothers and sisters is us getting a piece of our identity back because everything else is being stolen from us. It's us reclaiming something back that was that was used to hurt us to put us down. So you over here trying to sit here and say nigga because you think it's cool. You're really still like you're still stabbing black people in the back. Exactly. And then people that sit there, yeah, people that sit there and actively say it and then say Black Lives Matter really stress me out because I'm gonna sit here and say Black Lives Matter. I support black voices, but every single time little Didi tells you to stop saying nigga, you not black and you cuss her out. How are you listening to black voices? Mm -hmm. That does not make sense to me. Like you cannot equip like people that sit here and say it's normal, it's a part of the culture. Whose culture? Not mm -hmm. yours. Not sit down. You and know, in a lot of places too, especially like other countries, it's used in their language, but they have no idea what it means. They think yeah. it's a way to greet a friend, but they have no idea the cultural relevance of it right and i think like uh, people who aren't black have like messed with the messed with the word so much that even people who don't intend to be racist end up saying the word because they don't know that it's something that's hurtful coming from somebody else deep deeply rooted and hurt yes i started punching people in their chest when they say it around me oh my goodness i'm keeping it in band this one little, this one white boy said it around me and i said listen the next time you say nigga Mm -hmm. I'm gonna hit you dead in your chest. Thought I was joking. We were driving in the car. He said it. I said, pop. He couldn't breathe for a solid two minutes. Mm. I went back and told his grandma I hit him in the chest. She said, good. I told him to stop saying it. Mm. So I just feel like I'm not gonna condone violence. Yeah. I even stopped saying it around my non-black friends because number one, I don't wanna make them feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Because it's not a word that's in their vocabulary. Thank God I have good friends. Mm -hmm. But there was an incident where I was in, you know, Emma, I was in her room because we lived in the same dorm building. Mm -hmm. And her roommate, I guess she was trying to act cool because I was in there, but she ended up saying it. And she was, um, and then there was a party I was going to that night which uh -huh. was the men of color association which my boyfriend was a part of mm -hmm. and then she was like i want a chocolate man like okay now i know where your mind's at, mind's at. number yeah. one they don't want you number two 
you just said the n-word in front of me thinking it would give you points with me and it made me not like you even more because I don't say it around I don't say it around my non-black friends because it's not a word that they use and it's it's not a word that I want them to feel comfortable using around me because I use it yeah Mm -hmm. you know I understand where you're coming from with that I did think about doing that yeah but I don't have a lot of non-black friends so yeah but but like I mean like in high school or like while I was still on campus at college I never said it in high school because I was around a lot of white people and I feel like they would come back and say with a hard R oh well but there was this one I remember specifically okay so like you know we have a lot of we might have like a lot of um non-black people that listen to this um if you do have black friends and they do say it around you and you don't feel comfortable around that you know you could always sit there and say hey guys like I understand why you say it but like when you say it around me it kind of makes me uncomfortable because like yeah and be okay with that yeah but yeah (laughs) do not repeat do not sit there and say you can't say that around me because there was an incident where Rashorty kept telling people to stop saying it because she felt like she would yell at them be like stop saying that watch your mouth it's not a cuss word babe Mm -hmm. you can't sit there and tell somebody to watch their mouth Oh my God, teachers in high school giving you dirty looks when they would eavesdrop on your conversation and hear you say it. Yeah, like you can sit there and eat your F, S, A hole, you know what I'm saying? They could be like, all right, bro, come on, watch your mouth. Mm -hmm. But whenever I say a word that is a part of my African American vocabulary, you can't tell me to watch my mouth, but you can tell me that it makes you uncomfortable for me to say it. Right. Like whenever white people, a lot of white people say coon with each other, referring to a raccoon. Like they got a lot of like a lot of real oh. Billy for real. Like I remember in college, yeah. At, when I, I was at ECTC. This one was he's like, yeah, I caught some coons this weekend. Me and Samara said, <laughs> no, it means raccoon when you're in the country. Like, it means raccoon. I was like, what? The professor saw the way he looked. He was like, wait, ra- let's say raccoon. He was like, mm-hmm. no, I caught some coons. I was like, <laughs> like God. I was over, like we were just like, do we need to leave? But you know what I'm saying? Like they use like vocabulary amongst them. Like, but like that's easy to be like, all right, bro. You, there's like two definitions for that. You know what I'm saying? Like even the professor, he was like, that also has another meaning to it. He was like, but what you, do you think? that person, that person probably wasn't even on that type of time. They probably yeah. weren't racist, so they didn't know. Yeah, he really like he really didn't know. He was re- like really referring to raccoons, and the professor was like, whenever you say that, it has another another meaning, and it's a racial slur. And the kid was like, oh, yeah. he said my bad raccoons I was like okay so see like there's a lot of like terms that you know white people that hunt use amongst themselves that are you know what I'm saying and then it, like we usually be like all right bro, can't say that this That's isn't it. even relevant but it is kind of but um oh my goodness I can't even remember the animal it's a certain type of animal that's like in the mountains in Kentucky. And they say it a completely different way. Country people say it a completely different way than how the word is actually pronounced. Is it a dick dick? Is what? A dick dick. What is that? Ain't that that one type of deer? Okay. Are we not on the same page? No. Sorry. I, oh my God. I hate myself for not being able to remember this. What's, describe the animal. Ugh. Oh my God, I don't remember. Is it a mountain lion? I was about to say mountain lion, but it's not a mountain lion. A hyena? It's like that. 
I can't remember. It's bothering me. I don't know. Girl, I don't pay attention when these people go hunting. I bet you I remember it after we stop this call. I bet you I remember it. We'll put it in the comments whenever we post the YouTube video. Okay. Like, actually, y'all. <laughs> the animal. <laughs> animal. <laughs> <laughs> we figured out the animal. Ooh. Right. But yeah, I'm glad we talked about Gen Z. I summer. remember. I remember. Coyotes. A coyote? Yes. They say coyotes. They do. <laughs> we got, oh my God. That's sick. I'm sick. Not coyote. Why did you? <laughs> coyotes. That was really an unrelated note. It was, but I just had to. I think about that a lot. I like the way they say deer. A lot of them say deer. Der. 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 That's weird. No, it's not. Yeah, that, no, that's weird. That's weird. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's okay. obviously two E's in there. Der. I think they're saying both ears, though. Because if it. They're saying both what? <laughs> they're saying both E's. Because if they were saying one E, they'd be like, der. Yeah. <laughs> so if they elongate it, der. All right. Well, I think we had a good episode. <laughs> We're just talking about nothing now. Let's have a recap so that way we can bring it back full circle. We talked about the music industry and Mm -hmm. social media's impact on it. You know, marketing strategies, promotion, how you can put yourself out there with like your music, with your brand, things like that. We touched on our girl, Brittany, free Brittany for real, because that's actually like mad tough. Like, I don't even know if I was in that situation, what I would do, but she's a strong woman. So yeah, as an adult, she's an adult. She's a strong woman for still fighting it out, things like that. Because I know, like, her in this court case has got to be tough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, free Brittany for real. And then we talked about social media on the personal style and the personalities. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Cultural appropriation amongst that. Yes. Be, be very mindful and weary. We don't. There's no problem with finding yourself in your style, but make sure you give credit to the, you know, don't try to outdo the doers. Yeah. Don't try to outshine the shiners because you can't promise you. And then GZ, GZ, yeah, Gen Z slang, you know, that one's that one's as you can say, that one's been sitting on my chest for a minute. <laughs> just how to put that one out there, but you know, just always, you know, it's cool to like find yourself through social media, you know what I'm saying? Because our generation grew up on social media. And a lot of like the older generation doesn't understand that they're always like, oh, you're always on that Instagram or that Twitter. But like, that's us, you know, that's our generation. Like that's for real what we know, you know what I'm saying? And so like, it's okay to like, you know, if you're just now finding your style, if you find it through social media, do you, you know what I'm saying? If you find new music through social media, do you. If you want to promote yourself through social media, do you, you feel me? Because it's normal in our generation, but always remember and be mindful and respectful of the fact that, that when it comes to style yeah. and words, that it that there are there is a different deep, deep, deeper meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all I that's all I have to say. Do you have a quote of the week or anything or a song? Oh goodness, or... I don't. You don't. I have. I think I have. I have an album of the week. So Snow okay. Allegra came out with an album, and I really like it. So good. It's heavenly. Mm-hmm. Love her. Yeah. And then you know I have a quote. Oh, you did. 
I do have a quote. It, it comes from um, the curriculum for me, our, our teaching program. It's criticize the idea, not the person. Okay. I had to that to six, six to nine year olds. And I was like, they were like, what does that even mean? I was like, it's like, basically if somebody says, hold on, I got a cough. <coughs> that was gross. Hold on, I got to do it again. <coughs> oh my goodness. Ow, my chest. <laughs> But basically, is if somebody like gives an idea of, um, oh my gosh, I really love Captain America. He's the best Avenger. You can't sit there and say, girl, you are dumb as hell. He's not the best Avenger. Uh, yeah. You can't sit there and criticize a person because of their opinion or their idea. Mm -hmm. You can just sit there and say, I personally don't think he's the best, like the strongest or the best Avenger. You know what I'm saying? Like you can sit, you can, the idea that the person gave, you can have your opinion on the, on the idea, but not the person. That makes sense. Yes, it does. I've been thinking about that a lot. Like, cause I, whenever people say something, I'm like, girl, you are dumb as hell. That shit don't make no sense. Yeah, it's very easy to judge other people. Yeah. But now I have to sit back and say, okay, mm -hmm. let's unpack that. Yeah, I was like, let's let's think about, let's go a little deeper with that one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's my quote. I think that's what that was gonna stick for real. I think that's a life lesson for me now. Yeah. Cause like, you got me thinking now. That's what I'm saying. If the that's kids can get one. it, that's a tough one. Yeah. So if the kids can get it, Didi can get it, and that's all that matters. Okay. All well, right. We had a good episode. We did. We tried, girl. We sat here and said this one will be short. Right. I don't even know how long it's been. It's been. It's been a long time. It's been a minute. Let me explain that to y'all. It's because you said, Didi, you can talk. You shouldn't tell me that. Oh my goodness. If it was me, we would have been like bullet points. <laughs> The girl sat there before we started. She said, Didi, I think I'm going to let you do all the talking. Maybe let's not do that one next time <laughs> if we want it to be a short episode. But yes, thank you all for listening again, tuning in to 20-somethings chat with two 20-year-olds that have a lot to say about everything. And when we mean, when we say everything, we mean everything because we was talking to y'all about forgiveness, you know. Uh, positivity, manifestation, spiritualism, Christianity, you know what I'm saying? And now we're talking to you about Britney Spears and pop culture. Yes, love pop culture. Love it. But yes, thank you all for tuning in. Mm -hmm. Love you guys. Yes. All right, bye, Didi. Bye. I love you. I love you. Okay.